0: On this week's episode of Android App Addicts number 587, the boys get a little bit hot under the collar. Things get out of control, but it really hits its stride once Ivor takes off halfway through the show.
1: Hey, Pod Nutkins, welcome to another episode of Android App Addicts. This is episode 587. This is brought to you by our Patreon supporter, RT Vance. And we were hypothesizing what the RT could stand for. I'm thinking it's Romeo Tango Vance. I'm going to uh, retweet. Uh, radial Tires. Radial Tires. These are tire salesman. That's right. Okay. Well, thank you, RT Vance, for the support. Uh, you are not a supporter of for a huge amount of time but a supporter is a supporter is a supporter so thank you very much for any and all support if you want to go to uh support us it's easy patreon.com slash android app addicts and that's it we're not going to have uh every 15 minutes a five minute break plurging ads at you because we don't have to uh we do this because we're passionate about it not because we're looking for profit initiatives yet (laughs) speaking of yet uh we're also joined by uh josh and ivor how's everything going ivor oh it's
2: going fantastic um as you can see, you might see from the video feed, I have moved locations out into my living room, well, the point between my living room and my kitchen, um, mainly so I could be closer to the new router and plug directly into it. So that should hopefully resolve any of the um, the uh, loss of audio and video that we had uh, last week. So, um, and, But we've got a bit of a, a storm going moment, so my fireplace in the background is a bit rattly. So if that bothers you, let me know, and we'll, we'll change locations next week as well, see if that helps.
1: All good, man. Uh, how's everything going, Josh?
0: Good, man. I've already sound. you sound pretty good. Did you have to clean up your kitchen before moving to that location?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to be closer to the router so it stopped, uh, so hopefully we can solve the issue with the interrupted. Right. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> marr, 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 I'm with marr. you now. I'm catching it. Marr, marr, marr. <laughs> Is this two weeks in a row? I think it might no. be. No. Oh. oh, we missed last week, didn't we? Yeah.
1: Um, I want to say last week was one of those weeks I got like an hour's worth of sleep overnight.
0: Wasn't that the same last night?
1: No, last night was two hours oh. of sleep. And then here's the gimmick. I had a parent-teacher conference thing at 9.30 in the morning. So yesterday, they didn't tell me I had this meeting until yesterday around noon. So yesterday I put in a four-hour leave sheet. It didn't get approved. So I went into work this morning with two hours of sleep, walked out to my car, did the meeting on my phone, got back to my desk and half an hour later they said my four hour leave is approved I said, well i'm out of here in about an hour then <laughs> so i came home and then i went to sleep
0: how you been yeah. other than that door
1: not good i'm here so i'm not in jail so it ain't that bad um i'll just put it like this i'm going to do a ddg here shortly uh you know opening the uh trench coat about all the stuff i just had happen after a doctor's appointment in uh johns hopkins I'll just say it ended up in four other appointments being needed. So that's never good.
0: You open up your trench coat. Is it going to be a video podcast or?
1: No, but it's going to be nasty. Um, One of the things I will say that he said was, have you ever went to any uh, speech pathologist um, after? Because I told him, you know, half my life didn't talk kind of thing. Um, And I said, no, we can't shut you up. (laughs) I said, not since like elementary school. 'Cause it was free. I said, you know, does three hour does like three thousand plus hours of podcast count? And he just turned me says, That counts for something. I don't know what. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Your elaborate lifestyle, obviously.
1: Yeah, exactly. And hey, hey, uh, Swift, thank you for joining us live in the chat. And again, if you want to join us live, super easy. You can follow us on Facebook if you are self deprecating and you really hate yourself. You could follow us on Twitter if you really just like flame wars and like arguing with people. You could follow us on Discord, um if you really want that kind of interaction, or you could just follow us on YouTube. We use YouTube right now because it is the easiest, simplest, mind-numbingest easy way to get a backup recording in case my house burns down during the recording. That's my excuse. You can't prove me wrong.
0: Are you rubbing that in, Doug?
1: Nope. I'm just saying that's the only reason I use YouTube. If something else out there is as easy, I'm hopping on it. I haven't found it yet. I, I, I keep looking. So with all that said. Uh, we haven't really had a huge amount of nudes in the Android, I'll say, ecosystem in the last two weeks. We keep seeing rumor mills of foldables and tablets and Pixel 7 and Tensor next-generation processors. Um, the one thing I just want to super quickly just mention is I'm still kind of shocked at the success that the Google processor has had in the Pixel 6. Um, I really figured their first time out would have been a laggy, buggy, crashy. Heat problems with heat stuff issue, and it seems like they're literally having no issues with their Pixel Sixes, which makes me believe their Pixel Sevens might actually be desirable devices for normal people. I don't know.
2: Which one is the Pixel Sevens?
1: Uh, it isn't out yet. Okay, but it's going to use their Tensor Two processing chip. Right,
0: right. Oh, wow, is that is that your
2: uh, is that your fireplace?
1: Oh yeah. Sorry, you're getting the noise from that.
2: Yeah. No, that's it's
0: cool. Going through so it- a, a Cyclone. Yeah, is that a, just a windstorm or what?
2: Yeah, we got. This is a regular, just a breeze, bit of a breezy day for us today. Yeah, I thought it might be a bit of a mistake being this, being out
1: in the in the lounge. You're fine.
0: That's okay. It adds a little charm. Um,
1: and and I mean, there really isn't much mm, else like Google Android type news that's really I think worth talking about. Now, if you want to talk about Google related stuff? It seems like people cannot stop saying that how Google Stadia is shutting down. Like, you know, I don't want to say, like, they've been wishing it's been happening all along, but it's like, all of a sudden, everyone keeps talking about it, and I just keep thinking, why do you care? You didn't use it. Um, yeah. But, you know.
2: Well, I just found an article from June last year saying, it's only a matter of time until Stadia dies.
0: Well, it's a Google product, for one, and how, how long has it been around? It hasn't been that long, has it?
1: Um, two or three years, I think. Um, At least two, maybe three. Um, The only thing I'll say is, if you take a look at... Google's history, their paid products almost never die. Um, what seems to happen is that they don't die, but they transition into other products. Um, so when when I saw, you know, Stadias going away, what I figured was going to happen was they're gonna stop the Stadia front end service, take all the servers, turn them into white label things, and say, Here, you indie developer, if you want to allow people in the browser on your website play your game, here's how you can do it. But no. They're literally shutting everything down, giving everybody refunds, and just completely backing out of the entire industry. That, that kind of shocked
2: me. That was what surprised me the most, was, was giving you a refund for everything you've ever bought with them, which is the, the right thing to do. But it really shocked me that they said, we'll, we'll take the hit. We'll take the hit. We'll pay for it.
1: Right. Well, uh, by one chat insisted, I guarantee you it's a tax write-off. That's why they're doing it. And I understand why people have that kind of mentality. I personally believe they're sick and tired of being labeled as the people that give up on stuff and just leave people high and dry. And I think they really somebody in there said, Look, we're stinking rich. We can literally buy a couple countries. Let's just refund everybody money. Yeah. And, and rightly so too.
0: Or is it I'm Google all these people up? Or is it it's Google free. credits?
1: <laughs> or oh, there's cash.
2: <laughs> uh Swift just raised a good Good point in the chat, saying, do you guys have any security concerns by owning a Google-branded phone?
0: Um, I can't say I would have well, any more than uh, owning my Huawei. So. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Josh owns a Huawei.
2: So. Depends <laughs> I on country I want. Yeah, I
0: want, kind of Bevo, what country so. I want to uh, to spy on
2: me. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to have security concerns no matter who, who you get your phone from, even with Apple, I, su- I suspect.
1: Well, I mean, A, there's no such thing as a secure phone. Let's start there. Um, number two, it then we need a new word. Security does not cover what I think he's trying to get at. Yeah, I think the real issue is privacy. Is privacy and and who do you trust? Because on the internet, with an internet-enabled device, you have to trust somebody. Okay. Even if you have a complete Linux phone, you're trusting that developer. Okay. You always have to trust somebody. So if you have a Google branded phone, you by default are trusting Google's actions and methods um thus i guarantee you when it comes to a google branded phone you are much more less likely to be susceptible to an exploit that's only available on like samsung or only available on huawei or only available on oppo or only available on motorola because i can tell you now google is pretty good about putting out security updates and updates on their google pixel brand devices um but I'm also 99% sure Google's best interest in those security devices are protecting Google mm-hmm. yep. and not, you know, you as an individual, you as a Google user.
2: I just don't like being locked into something like Chrome you know, using the Chrome browser. I'm sure you can you know, um, install other browsers and use those like Firefox, but you can't get rid of Chrome. It's going to stay on your phone forever. And what's it doing there? You know,
0: well, I was, I told Swift in the chat that I would, I would like to have one, put Graphene OS on, or some other operating system, and just bail on Google altogether. Hopefully you guys would still let me hang out, um, <laughs> if it wasn't running Android, but uh, that's what
1: well, eventually I'd like to do. Graphene is Android.
0: Well, not Google
1: Android, sorry. Yeah, I could. yeah, it's It is Android minus the Google binary blobs.
2: You could start your own podcast about Graphene phones, and we'd have to join it. And apologize for running Android, Google Android. That's right. (laughs) You'd be the purest. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you, and and I'll just say this again. I mean, if you have really actual true security issues, don't get a smartphone of any kind. And then your issue is resolved. Um, Because there's no such thing as a secure smartphone. Even if you work at NSA or CIA or some three-letter agency and you have their device, you're trusting them. Because they have complete access to that phone.
2: The equation comes down to what am I getting in exchange for my information that's being shared with Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting a really good camera. I'm getting a really good battery. I'm getting, um, you know, the, all the uh, camera smarts that come with the processing. Um, with Google, I'm getting all of Google services. You know, some people that's saying, okay, well, that's worth that's worth some, some privacy information to be shared with them and some advertising. But um, other people are very uncomfortable with that level. So uh, if you're happy with the exchange, then I wouldn't see any problem with it.
1: Yeah, and I'll say if security is one of your ultimate concerns, uh, Nokia still have, in air quote, dumb phones, uh, and KaiOS is still an option where that is a rootable Linux-based operating system. At least with that kind of operating system, if you really wanted to, you could run uh, an application called Snort on it, which would sniff all of the, in air quote, network traffic so you would be aware if someone else is getting your information.
2: Yeah, I used to have an app that would tell me exactly where all my information was going and it would show me on a map, you know, and most of it went to China, but um right. that app suddenly died. Got removed and I I can't remember what it was called. Ugh, it was
1: really useful. <laughs> gotcha. Let me just see really quick just looking at my non app related things. Um we were we mentioned a little bit about Huawei and stuff. Um honor, I've had I must say two honor devices in my past. Um and I'm not opposed to buying another Honor device, only because I really do think I got the best of a couple worlds in there. It was an um, extremely optimized operating system, really decent battery life, and I really thought it was kind of sexy hardware. Um, I'm not going to say it was secure, because, you know, I don't think it was. Um, but Honor uh, is releasing a Honor Pad X8, which is a 10-inch display with a MediaTek tech. Hilo G eighty chip, which is fairly new. I want to say it's less than two years old, uh, with a five thousand milliamp battery for hundred and seventy bucks. Um, if you need a non important lounging tablet when you don't want to spend, you know, Samsung prices or iPad prices, I really do think this would be a perfectly acceptable um uh, like lounging couch type tablet computer.
2: Does it say how much RAM is in that
1: I thought it did. Uh, four or six gigs of RAM, depending on which model you choose.
2: Oh, that is good for a tablet then. Most tablets only give yeah, you two or three.
1: Yes, and that was one of the I, it was a hurdle forever. It was really difficult for at least four years to try to find a tablet with more than three gigs of RAM without paying Samsung prices and it's finally starting to happen here in the last like six months. Well,
2: maybe it's the resurgence of the tablets.
1: Well, once they become foldable, it will only help, right? Right. <laughs> so I believe you started out that a little
0: review there with saying that it, it was sexy when you got honor. trying to, to clear this up.
1: Um, to more or less, yeah. Uh,
2: uh, are you still in high school?
1: I wish, man. I'm so happy I'm not. Oh, man. Um, yeah, my uh, youngest got suspended for 10 days because after getting, in air quote, physically assaulted by another student, um, he said to that student, uh, I'm gonna burn this school down with you in it. Um yeah. which is not good to say, but he did get physically assaulted. Um you know, oh, no, he which, he
2: assaulted her hand with his face. That's that's well, how it works.
1: Well the one thing I know is and this is what I tried to like get past the people was I know if I get physically assaulted in the next second, I'm gonna say something I might regret because I just got physically assaulted. It's kind of difficult to really maintain composure. For a huge amount of people, I don't care about ADD, I don't care about ADHD, I don't care about autism, I don't care about anything. It's really difficult to maintain composure when you get slapped. Yep. Unless, of course, you're like, you know, Paul Cogan, because then it comes natural. Oh, 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 I did have another piece of news that made me giddy as a little girl. Um, we on this show, many hosts, have been fans of the application Boxer. Um, it is not perfect. It is not without its flaws. Nothing that requires multiple people across the globe sending voice, real time voice communications, text, video, and um um across groups is gonna work perfect. You're always gonna have issues. Uh but I was thrilled when I saw this news that Meta um lost in a lawsuit against Voxer and had to pay a hundred and seventy five dollars for patent infringement
2: now.
0: Million dollars.
2: Million
1: dollars. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) 175 million for patent infringement. Sorry. I was just so. (laughs) It's Um, close. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, because here's the thing that made me like giddy. Um, I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, uh, the old HBO comedy show taught me that once you're aware of something, then you can be sued for patent infringement. So hypothetically, me and Josh are working on two completely separate things. I can prove in my browser history and everything I've never seen a single blog posting where he was developing his thing. But I can show in his browser history that he visited my site and he saw me talking about it. I could then sue him and easily win in court, even though he might have had might have stole nothing from me. I can show he saw my history. Okay, um, this is what happened: Voxer and Facebook, before it was meta, Facebook had a meeting. Voxer sat down at the table, slowly unbuttoned their shirt, and showed Facebook everything. That got pretty sexy, too. It showed them everything they had. And then, Facebook said, we would like to get with you. Voxer slowly buttoned their shirt back up and said, I don't think we want to be bought at this time. And then basically walked out of the room. Then, Facebook, Meta, integrated some of the type of voice features from uh, Voxer where it does the real-time streaming of voice back and forth into WhatsApp. Voxer sued the easiest win in court history because all Voxer had to say, look, these are the meetings that were documented at Facebook. Here's where we showed our technology using the Opus Kodak. And here's where WhatsApp is now using the Opus Kodak streaming text, uh, streaming audio back and forth. And the judge was like, case closed, pay up, sucker. So, I like when the little guy actually is able to beat the big guy at a game that the, they should be good at. The Facebook lawyers should have dove in front of the people and covered their eyes and said, "You don't see anything. Get out of the room."
2: Yeah, but 175 million's nothing to Meta. Uh, the lawyers are probably going to end up with 100 million of it, and um, you know, Vox is still going to be a little little minnow compared to Meta.
1: Well, Vox are still going to get a good amount of money, I'm sure out of that and what i hope boxer does is they're able to not charge as much for their pro service <laughs> because it's a it, it's a bit pricey as far as i'm concerned for the boxer pro service um but the real reason i like boxer and i use boxer is it is not a big guy yeah, you know yeah what i mean absolutely yeah yeah it's like the old uh windows of obs- uh security through ob- um uh through a ob- obscurity i don't want to use the most popular pr- platforms specifically because they're the most vulnerable to attack.
0: It's almost like Voxer baited them, like they knew what, what was going on and had, right. had this in their back pocket.
1: Like somehow Voxer said, look, we're going to show them middle out compression and then we're going to sue them. over." Ready? One, two, three, set. And then they just went out and did it.
2: Yeah. Well, you now Meta must have known it was on the losing, was never going to win it. Suppose they still had to. Well,
1: defend. kind of like Xi Jinping or Putin, people around high people are terrified to tell those people the truth. Because if you do, you're going to get shot down. Um, you can't tell somebody high up things that they don't want to hear. So I'm sure somebody could not go up to Mark and say, Hey, Mark, you're never going to lose this case, right? Just Let's just give them like 50 million and make them go away. Because then you're admitting that you did something wrong. You're admitting that you're wrong. In big companies like that, you can't say those kind of things, or unless you want to look for a job next week. Yeah. Oh, well.
2: Good on you, Voxer.
1: Yeah. Hey. hey.
2: Mm.
0: Anybody have any apps this week? Got a couple. What about you? Uh, nah, I'm pretty much dry here. I'm just here for the entertainment.
2: <laughs> you really? You come here for entertainment?
0: <laughs> I like to watch the car crashes and you know, <laughs> train wrecks.
2: We, we've got one person watching, going to my YouTube. I just saw that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, can we We're work? coming for you, Meta. Yeah, exactly. Well, the app I'm going to bring, I'm going to, I'm going to admit it is a weird app, and the main reason I'm bringing it is this seems like an app that Eric Ardini might have brought back in the day. Um, BB10. No, it isn't quite BB10, but it, it's literally 10 million. One zero 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 is the name of the game. One zero 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 by 88 games, 4.5 average reviews with 16,000 reviews. That's kind of high. Um. No comment. um 100,000 plus downloads e for everyone it is $2.99 to buy there is no in-app purchases there is no um um ads in-app ads uh, as far as data security is concerned the developers can show information uh here basically no information available so either they don't do anything or they're just too lazy to fill it out is what i want to say um we'll find out soon later uh version 1.9.2033 compatibility works on my device thank you Uh, 48 megs in size, 4.1 Android and up. Um, this is a difficult game to explain is what I'm going to say. Even if you go to the website and even if you click on the trailer and you watch the trailer, this is almost like a Bejewel level of matching game. Um, with a twist is what I'm going to say. Um, because your real goal is not just to get matches, but to get the right matches for what is happening on the top, like 10th part of your screen. Um, hypothetically, I say you're like a little Indiana Jones and you walk up to an enemy. Well, then in bejeweled fashion below, you should match three swords so you can take out the enemy. Then you defeat the enemy. Then you walk past that enemy and then you see a treasure chest. Well, now in bejeweled fashion, you have to match three keys kind of thing. Um, and there are different potions and power ups and things you can get that can help make things a little bit easier. Um, I'll just say this. This was at least different enough to the normal bejeweled type experience that made me actually sit down for like two hours and just nonstop play this and I found it while it looks incredibly simplistic, it was actually pretty um not complicated, but just complicated enough to make me think.
2: You're right, it has got Eric Ardeni written all over it, hasn't
1: it? Yeah. I don't know I don't know what the right word is, because I don't want to say because it looks cheap, <laughs> but it looks like something that could have been done in the 90s with somebody on Psychedelics, maybe. Yep,
2: yep. I never really much got into Match 3 games. I think Candy Crush. I played that for a little while. I couldn't understand it. And uh, stopped. My wife is a Candy Crush fanatic, though. She plays it all the time.
0: Yeah, I've never done much of those games either, but I do like the Wizards and Warriors type of games, dungeon crawlers. So... Have you played it since then, Dora, or was it like a two hours and out?
1: Oh, two hours, and I had to uninstall it because I need to get stuff done, Um, at least around the house and, you know, cooking stuff kind of thing. And it's like the bad thing about this show is I can't find that one thing and then go through to the end. It's I got to find that one thing, and then I got to voluntarily say, done. I got to uninstall this and just put it on the list, and maybe when I retire or get fired or become homeless, I can play it. Yeah,
0: that's I had to uninstall Polytopia again. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, that's my BB Ten stand. You, Ivor,
2: what's my BB Ten? Yeah, sure that my BB Ten. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really play a lot of games at the moment. I don't really have one. I'm afraid. I just read the news. Sorry. <laughs>
0: do you have any other apps?
2: Sure do. Sure do. Um, here's one. Hang on, I'll just put the uh, chat. This is a uh, an droid Application, here it is. Okay, so this one is called Stealth. Uh, I don't know if you've come across this before, but Stealth is basically a, a Reddit client that you do not need to have a, a Reddit account to use. Uh, now, having said that, you get a lot of functionality. Oh, Reds here, Reds in the chat. hey we've got two people watching now. <laughs> um, so you don't, you, you don't have to. Basically, you can't use this app with an account. You use it completely anonymously. But that also means you can't comment. You can't provide any comments on any of the links on the, on the Reddits. Now, I, I gave up using Reddit a, a, a while ago. I went on a bit of a social media hiatus and haven't returned. Um, but occasionally I go back to, to Reddit to check, uh, well, recently I've been going back to check uh, rings of power memes on, on Reddit, which are hilarious. Uh, I do recommend that sometime you <laughs> have a look. Um, but basically, if you want to run through this stealth, I will share my screen with you. All right, here we go. So here's stealth. What you'll see here is um, basically the first, well, they uh, they call it the front page of the news. So this is the front page. Um, if you want to have a look at some different options, you get hot, new. Um, you've got this we sort of. I am really afraid what you were swap. going to say next, dude. I was really afraid
1: what you were going to say next. To you. <laughs> some different options. <laughs> Top. <laughs>
2: Uh, I, just, I was looking at that, time that time last
0: one. I was sorry, I was looking at that last one with the uh, frosted mini wheats. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the frosted mini wheats for my bowl. Well, I, I, I don't know if you can go back, but from most frosted to least frosted. Like, what? <laughs> this is what people do, man.
2: <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah.
1: All right. My bowl of
2: frosted mini wheats in order, the most frosting to the least. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alrighty. <laughs> there it is. Frosted mini wheats. <laughs> Didn't even know you could get for <laughs> so many weeks.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, that last one on the bottom
1: right, though, man. That's I would send that back. <laughs> I'll give that to my. I'll give I'll give that one to my brother.
2: <laughs> um, anyway, you'll notice at the top top right here, there's a button where you can use uh, sorting sorting by new, top rising, or controversial. Um, at the bottom, you've got a floating action button which um, is the home button. You've got a subscribe. The subscriptions option now you, because it's anonymous you can't have any subscriptions so i don't know why they're having this here the, i think the main purpose is really so you can you use the search option so the search option here is let's search for android apps and then it will show you all the different uh, posts involving uh, android apps or you can go into subreddits you can't subscribe to the, to the subreddits um, what you have to do is if you go into an android app so if you go into a subreddit you can you can save you can favorite something by using the heart button and if you go back back into your account options here it shows you all the ones that you've saved so that's that's one way uh then you've got settings options where you can show um follow your system theme ui or not say for uh, for work content you can turn those on or off uh, and like that so yeah basically it's um it's a pretty pretty cool reddit option if you don't want to have a reddit account
0: I wonder if they're going to go with a paid subscription maybe later and that's why they have the subscription in there to where just have you I mean just it basically just save the the reddit and then call it a
1: subscription in the app.
2: Yeah, they might yeah, they'll probably introduce a paid paid tier but
1: yeah. You can go to the app well, and use it for free. If it could let me get rid of some, you know, useless stuff I might like it. Um I will say the only thing that really keeps me hooked right now on the Reddit client that I use is when I go in and I view one of the links, it's marked as red, and then the next time I go into the app, I can hit a button and it swipes away everything that's already read and only shows me things that are not read. Um, I haven't that come seems to like be—I'll say that seems to be an incredibly different, uh, difficult feature for app developers to put into their app. Um, cause I'm like hooked on it cause I really hate now. Look, even though I clicked and I see now seeing stuff, I don't, it doesn't matter. Still when I watch like premature celebration, I'm still going to see nine times in the next hundred things, the guy running the marathon and then doing this and then getting passed up at the last <laughs> second because people <laughs> won't stop reposting stuff. Um, <laughs> But I swear I see less because of it. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> the least um, frosting on po- his mini wheat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this definitely looks good. It definitely looks polished. This isn't something that you know some kid just put together in, in a in a afternoon.
2: Oh yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, if you, if you want to use Reddit anonymously, this is this is one of the things you could do to use to do that. Very cool. But
0: if you don't want to use Reddit at
1: all.
2: Well, then you're missing out on then, all the Frosted Wheat memes. I
1: guess so. <laughs> <laughs> then you use dig.
2: Oh, is that still a thing?
1: No, I'm not sure. I'm just saying that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and the premature celebrations. I'm not really sure what that means. but
1: You know, it's somebody stupid hitting a baseball, throwing the bat, thinking I just hit a home run, and then the guy in left field catches the ball. You know, it's just people doing stupid things, which is kind of like Reddit. So... That's Reddit all over, isn't it? People doing stupid things.
0: I guess TikTok is the new Reddit, then.
1: I'm sorry, what? I don't know what you're talking about. You're mumbling. We you don't have an Android app TikTok. My kids hate when I say that. Oh man. Yeah, because we all watch the uh, Willy Wonka, the new err, Charlie and the chocolate factory, and every time they say something, I don't like them. Like, excuse me, you're mumbling. I don't understand the word you're saying. And they and I wonder why they act up in school. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Got another app door.
1: Oh yeah, don't you know? I got some good apps there, man. Oh, just so you um, know,
0: I, I finished the Pentaverate Five.
1: Oh, 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 oh man, okay. Timeout. Um, okay, A. I have to believe that I. I have to believe that you think what I thought. You're done watching the whole Pentaverate Five, and you're thinking I didn't expect ninety percent of that stuff coming from Mike Myers.
0: Uh, yeah, but it was easy to get into,
2: though. That's for sure. But it
1: had Mike Myers written all over it, though, didn't it? It was different, but In it was, some ways it was it very Mike Myers. I loved it when they came across the Canadian border. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was pee myself. Um, <laughs> and I loved it when they went to the convention. And Mike Myers was the Alex Jones, like, conspiracy oh, guy yeah. with the hat. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that, that turning on all the frogs, actually, gay. <laughs> right, that just shows you that he's actually watched him do things before to, like, capture that, you know, attitude is what I'm going to say. Um, I also, and here's the thing. Now, here's the real truth about the Pentabert. The reason I liked it was it was Mike Myers' traditional dumb, goofy comedy mixed in with edgy stuff, mixed in with enough political correctness to satisfy the extreme weenies, but not so politically correct to make everyone upset. And then you introduce, I'll just say, um, to me, one of the best characters in the whole thing was the lady handing out the pamphlets to all the crew. And she she was the first one to say Pentaveret 5. And they were like, you shouldn't call it Pentaveret 5. That's like saying ATM machine. The word machine is already taking prayers. And then the Russian said something completely like no one was ready for this one. Um, I cannot encourage you more if you're a fan of comedy at all. And I'm not talking like really bad Will Ferrell type comedy. I'm talking about actual comedy. Then you really need to check out the Vitaphone, just so dumb.
0: <laughs> well, and then uh, when Sh- uh, Shrek made an entrance as
1: well, <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden there's Shrek. Yeah, didn't see that coming.
2: And Sasquatch taking a dump everywhere he went. That was that was great. Yeah, gotta have a gotta have a poo joke in there.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, too. Um. Yeah. So so dumb, but yeah, so entertaining. I'm going to say. Um. Okay. So the next one. Four, three, two. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, A, A was everywhere too. Um, yeah. Long story short, uh, Canadian in-depth journalist was going to lose his job unless he did something spectacular. So someone dropped a little thing and said about this conspiracy theory is real. Go follow it, and he ended up going and following it, and then ended up being real. And you know, just craziness ensues. Is what I gonna say,
0: so that we don't get negative feedback. He actually did lose his job. He was trying to get it back.
1: He did lose it? Okay.
0: Yeah, I canned. Got canned, eh? Yeah, I really didn't want to do it, eh? But uh, kind of had to.
1: Right. Um. Okay, now this app I'm going to bring really quick. The real reason I'm bringing it is because, again, it harkens on that nostalgia itch of old-school shooters. um, Where you were side-scrolling, and you were shooting, and you were getting power-ups, and you were taking out big bosses kind of thing. Uh, This is a $2.99 buy, so if you don't have enough Google Opinion Rewards money saved up, put this on your wish list, wait for it to come on sale, guarantee it'll be like half price here before too long, because right now this thing only has 10 downloads, okay? One thing I can make sure is is when something only has 10 downloads, it's going to go on sale soon. It's called Rigid Force Deluxe by Head Up. 10 download, E for Everyone, $2.99, new it, no in-app purchases, no ads, uh, current version uh, 1.0.10, it is eligible for the Family Library, updated September twenty second, 2022, uh, requires 8.1 Android and up, only, again, 10 downloads, E for Everyone, Mild Fantasy Violence, um, it was released only about a month ago, it is going to need access to photo storage wi-fi connection and stuff this is a game that was originally out on i believe it was xbox pass game pass and it was out on steam since then they definitely tightened up the graphics is what i'm going to say and they released it on android uh even on steam right now it's more than 2.99 cents i want to say it's five bucks on steam so quite literally if you can plug up a controller to your game system which this game does say it openly accepts a game controller you can have yourself a really new fangled uh shoot 'em up like um i don't want to say galaga but um galaga not galaga i'm trying to remember the name of the site. uh galat not not Galaxan. man yeah i was thinking of that
0: too but it's it's not
1: galaga or galaga is the top down shooter this was the one gradius gradius right. that's what it was it's like gradius um, and honestly, I'll tell you right now, hell of a lot of fun, super easy to play, difficult to master because you have the power up system and you gotta make sure you have the right power up going into the right ball stage is what I'm gonna say. Um, but yeah, lots of fun. Lots of fun. Two two dollars and ninety nine cents, easily worth the money, but again, if you don't have enough Google opinion rewards money, put it on your wish list, it will come down in price.
0: Beautiful game. This is another one that Major didn't put together in an afternoon. Right.
1: Well, and the dirty, like, uh, Nostalgia Secret is um, that was actually the first game published to use the Konami code um, in its game to where um, when you did up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A., um, what I want to say that game did was it gave you a stage select. Uh, Contra was the one that made it famous because when you put it in, you got 30 lives. Looks nice. Mm-hmm. Purdy.
0: Purdy. you have another app, Ivor?
2: Let me just open up my trench coat here.
1: <laughs> well, I thought you were going to bring the uh, app I shot you in uh, the the APK file. I work.
2: Oh uh, no, 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 no! I was going to let you do that. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't steal another man's app, Thunder. <laughs> but I loved that app. I did love that app. It was really good. Um, well, then a, tell me about it. Okay, all right. Oh, I prepared a whole thing for the other apps.
1: <laughs> God, you, have plenty of time. you prepare
0: stuff.
2: Hell yeah. Wow. Nice one. <laughs> um Dora, if you could um if you could put the link to it in the in the chat I'd be very appreciative. It's called App Query. A P P Q U E R Y. So App well, I won't talk about uh URL checker as I was going to, I'm gonna talk about App Query, even though I've only used it once. <laughs> um so App Query basically um we had a bit of a discussion last time about how it was difficult to find new apps or apps uh that fall into certain categories uh, on, on the new Play Store interface. Uh, and so then we have this uh, app query, which has um, a bunch of search options for finding uh, finding different apps that you're looking for. So basically, if I go into it, uh, it comes up with, um, with a set of uh, categories for searching for an app. And it won't show you... It doesn't seem to have an option to show me the latest apps or newest apps. But It does uh, have a sort option by relevance, user rating, number of downloads and price. Um, It has all the categories, so it has personalization, tools, libraries and demo, all that sort of stuff, all the regular categories you have in the Play Store. You can filter by user rating, so you can specify the user rating at least four or three or two or any, uh, or you can specify the number of downloads. Um, You can have uh, without ads, free, paid, no in-app purchases, has in-app purchases, uh, you can specify price range, and you can also specify uh, an, up, an updated within the last pe- uh, period of time. So you can go from one any period of time to basically one week, uh, and it has a content rating fil- filter as well. Um, you, so you can go into settings. Oh, in the settings at the top, it's got number of ratings and release date. So um, you should be able to show tools, uh, tools category, and it just comes up with a huge list of. Of different apps in and that, in that particular category matching matching the, uh, the criteria you put into the search um, you get a certain each each of the criteria is uh, you, you get a credit to cover each of the criteria the search criteria that you enter uh, and you only get a certain number of free criteria per day so after 1 a.m. that resets back to 5 I think you get maybe 5 or 10 um, otherwise you have to pay for um pay for extra searches so you, you're limited if you get the free version you you have you have a limit to how, how many searches or how much how, how many criteria different criteria you can use to find apps um yeah so i've got free quer- queries left seven and you can buy a pass uh and it costs a three day pass is a dollar seventy and a month pass is five dollars ten i don't i think that's probably new zealand prices but it could be u.s it doesn't really say um i wasn't able to initially when when door sent this out on the voxer chat i wasn't able to uh, install it because it wasn't available in my country door had to send me the apk file um, which he probably did and uh, i've installed it and it works so i don't know why it's not available in my country but it still works here <laughs> but it's, it's not, a, it's it's not available here years. either oh really yeah only available in the us then.
1: well i mean a lot of the app developers do like a small limited release, and they try to keep things small, so they they don't get overwhelmed with like support tickets. I want to say that's one reason why they limit the availability to it. Um, what I'm gonna say is Google search became the number one search because they had so much competition. They knew how to do better than somebody else. Um, uh, when it comes to Android app Google Play, the search is horrible. It literally harkens back to like 1988, logging into my public library, going to Sailor and trying to do a search. That's how bad the Google Play search is. It gives you no options. It gives you no features. It gives you no checkboxes. Even when you go to Amazon and you search, you know, AA batteries, you can pick what things you want in that search and what you don't want in that search. The Google Play search is rancid and horrible, which is why you can't find anything you're looking for ever when you go to Google Play and do a search unless somebody paid for it to be in front of your face. You can't find it. This is the kind of app I don't care if the guy's charging money for, it, partially because I do believe almost like the Google Map service. If I create an app that uses the Google Map API service and it uses too much data, I get charged. It wouldn't shock me if this app uses too much data, they get charged, which is why they charge you money. Uh, but if you are really sick and tired of the Google Play search and you want these kind of options, I don't want to say it's well worth the money, but it's kind of well worth the money because it's not that expensive.
2: Yeah, and it made me sign up as well. I had to create an account when I first started using it. I don't know why. I'll share the screen. You can see see the interface. It's a very simple interface.
1: Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that I can say, show me all apps without in-app purchases. Show me all apps without in-app ads. And now let's get down to the, the nitty gritty. You know what I mean? Um, show me at least a 3.5 rating. Because if it has a two-point rating, why are you going to show it to me? You know what I mean? Why? Because obviously it sucks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan of that app. All right, it's a bit windy here. <laughs> all right, man. Um, and yeah on my phone I did uninstall easily 30 apps on my phone um, in the last couple of weeks um it's weird I used to like tout how many apps I have installed on my phone right now I have uh seven one two three four five six seven eight nine seven times nine63 plus 4 67 apps on my phone and not more than that and most of them not most of them some of them overlap like there's literally Google search Google assistant Google Home, Google One, Google Lens. Like, they're almost like the same kind of app, so I really don't have that many apps installed. By the way, when you get two hours of sleep, you figure out weird things. Like, here's the thing I figured out. You ready? If you count by three up to 999, you find out 111-222-333-444-555-666-777-888. And 999 are all divisible by 3. You also then find out if you start at 999 divided by 3, you get 333. Then if you take 333 and minus 37 and minus 37 and minus 37, you will get every denominator that it goes into. So 333 goes into 999, which obviously means 222 goes into 666, which then 111 goes into 333. The difference is between zero and 111 is 37. Zero, 37, 74, 111. One, 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 you add 37, add 37, add 37, you have 222. Two, two. Numbers are amazing. That's all I'm
2: what well, What? sounds every you... math lesson I ever had. <laughs> yeah, what
0: the hell are you talking about?
1: <laughs> well, you know, what? Um, uh, you know, a, a lot of people say nine's the magic number because hypothetically, you take nine times it by anything. Let's just say 10. 9 times 10 equals 90. 9 plus 0 equals 9. 9 times 3, 27. 2 plus 7 equals 9. 9 times 5, 63. 6 plus 3 equals 9. That's not times It's a, seven. numbers. 9 times 7 is 63. Yeah, you 9 times yeah. 5. 9 times 5 is 45. Five, yeah. 4 plus 5 is 9. nine yeah. Numbers are weird like that. So I like when I'm able to find weird uh they really are um oh god what's the word? Not they're like algorithms. Hidden in numbers and number sequencing that you gotta look at to find. So yeah. Yeah, I found out and um three to ninety-nine is thirty-three, so the next one is thirty-four. So it's it's groups of thirty-four, and because you're going from one 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 to two 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 to three through three, instead of thirty-four differences, it's thirty-four plus three more. One, two, three, because that's how you go up another tenth of a digit. My brain hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you get two hours sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was. Hey, guys, I've got to go.
2: I've got to go. But, um, All right. I will, All right, man. Hopefully, I'll see you next week.
1: All right, see you later, man.
0: Was it Beautiful Mind? Was that based on your life?
1: I don't know. He was like a racist Canadian guy, so I didn't watch it. Oh,
0: I didn't watch it either, but I was trying to think of something where the
1: – or uh, uh,
0: Good Will Hunting. Was that about you?
1: No, I, I was thinking it was the um, Tom Cruise
0: – Cocktail? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well there's ninety seven toothpicks on the round.
0: Um, oh, Rain Man.
1: Rain Man. Yeah. Who I gotta say, the guy I can't remember his name now. It wasn't Dustin Hoffman. It was Dustin, yeah, yeah. Dustin Hoffman? Did a great job with the movie. Fantastic job. Um so I'll just say rounding out this uh list. Do you have any more apps you would like to bring? Uh
0: no, I literally have zero, but I'm more than happy to listen to you rant for a little while longer.
1: Well, I'll definitely give at least one more app. Uh one app I'm gonna bring, um And I know that Netflix apps are a complete failure. I know that, but I will say this is an absolutely beautiful app. I do believe somehow in the past we did see an oxen free app in the past, Uh, but this is oxen free Netflix edition from Netflix, 3.5 reviews, 50,000 downloads, T for teens, no in-app ads, no in-app purchases, completely free to download. Um, The, uh, no data is shared with third parties. This app does, does, uh, collect some data. Your data is encrypted in transit and you can request your data be deleted on their servers. So that's a plus, uh, version 4.1.1 update is September 22nd, 2022 requires 8.0 Android and up 50,000 plus downloads, content rating, teen fantasy, violence, suggestive themes, use of alcohol and tobacco. You had me in alcohol. Um, Permissions, it is going to need basically full network access, and that's about it, which is really good is what I'm saying. Um, this looks like those old school uh flash-based point and click adventures is the way I'm gonna put it. Um and when I looked at the trailer, there were parts where I thought I could see playing this in Internet Explorer like 4.0 back on like GeoCities and like figuring out where to click what to do to have my to have the proper thing turn out. Um, so if you're a fan of point-and-click adventures, something tells me this really might be worth the time because it's free. So you don't have to worry about price. And, and I just thought it like looked cool.
0: It does look pretty cool. Is Oxenfree a show on Netflix or something, or what?
1: I can't. And here's the thing: I know Ali Ali Oxenfree is a thing, but I can't remember where it first. I heard. I want to say um, it was one of those like um, um, like urban spaghetti. Um oh man, what's it called? Um, like horror um stories that people tell each other. And I wanna say oxen free is like uh one of those um urban mystery kind of things is what I'm gonna say. And I wanna say it might have been a Netflix cartoon is what I'm gonna say. Um Well they did But honestly, it's
0: been a- They did the what's it called? Uh Stranger Things game too, didn't they? They must have.
1: Yeah, I figured out why I hate Stranger Things so much. Mm. Because it is Goonies all over again, and why redo something that was great? You know what I mean, Kind of like the new Quantum Leap. I watched after like five seconds, and I nearly kicked a hole in the wall. Because Quantum Leap was so good. Why recreate it? There's enough bad stuff out there you can recreate. You know what I mean? But why create something that's good? I, 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 why relaunch something that was already successful? I don't understand. Money,
0: door, money.
1: I guess. But look, Sam Beckett, Iggy, all that stuff, old Quantum Leap, it, this show cannot be as good. If I'm an actor on that show, I'm thinking to myself, why am I doing this show? Because there's no way in 10 years or 20 years anyone's going to say, hey, let's watch the new Quantum Leap. No, no, never. Not going to happen.
0: Sort of like the new Chocolate Factory?
1: Uh, I mean, at least that one had Johnny Depp in it. And this show has nobody in it. And when I say nobody, I mean, you look at that cast, nobody. Is that, and I think it's because anybody credible said, You want me to be in what?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> is that a, a network show?
1: Uh, it might be a Paramount TV Plus, but I want to say it is a Netflix. I want to say it's Netflix. I walked in, the wife was watching. I said, What the hell are you watching? And my excuse is, I tell her, Look, I'm too old. I don't have time to sit down and watch one episode and then wait a week and watch an episode. This ain't 1984 over again, okay. I'll wait till the entire season of something is out. And only if it then deems adequate enough, then I'll sit down and I'll purge the entire season. That's what I tell her to her face. Secretly, I'm never watching the show. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think I have anything else like worth mentioning app-wise, but I will throw in one more just general Android knowledge uh, that didn't um, link. And basically, this is a Android police article and it's literally called android auto versus android automotive versus google automotive services okay um we're getting to the point to where you're going to be able to go buy an automobile and android will already be pre-baked in you won't need to connect a phone you won't need to connect a wireless device or anything and it's literally just going to be android like built into the ash up to the dash AKA, it's like you ripped apart the front of your car and you put a tablet in your car. AKA, what hackers and hobbyists have been doing now for like six years. Um, but that day is finally coming forward to us, is what I must say. Um, long story short, Android Auto, you plug up your device, it then portrays the screen onto the car. Android Automotive, Android Auto baked into the automobile by default. Google Automotive Services is actually the bridge between the CAN bus of your car, your transmission, your miles per gallon, your speed, you know, all that kind of thing, into your um, uh, DASH interface. And it actually is the base interface of your entire thing. So even if you're listening to the radio, you're still going to be using google automotive services when you go and say i want to connect a bluetooth device you're going to be using google automotive services so google is trying to be a hard part of the car itself um i don't know how popular they're going to be i want to say they have a deal already with at least two manufacturers um i want to say one of them was volkswagen uh, and i want to say the other one might have been Hyundai. um now i'm completely wrong it's ford gm and volvo but i was close right um Long story short, I get into a car in 2022, and I don't have a dynamic, interactive interface like Android Auto. And I literally, like, catch hives, and I start to itch myself all over. Because this is literally like I have to print out pages of MapQuest to find my way around town. And I don't like those days. I don't know about you.
0: Uh, no, I but I don't have, I really don't use anything in the car. I'll use my phone if I need a map and just like set it up. Yeah. Then this says it's a fork of Google Automation Services or Automotive Services. So yeah. is it put out by Google then or is it a... It,
1: it is definitely a Google thing where the manufacturers have to sign an agreement with Google in order to use it.
0: And then do you sign in
1: with your account? Or no, the impression I get is you don't have to ever sign in unless you want personalized results is what I'm say. Um, the, for instance, I'm going to use is for a couple months, I used my old Huawei phone in my phone strictly as my Android auto device. I never signed in with my actual account. I could easily say, okay, schmoogle, navigate to liquor store. And it took me to the liquor store. Um, the only thing that I missed out on was on my phone and on my desktop computer. If I use Google maps, I can say, send to my device. If I do that, I turn on my car, I go to search for a location, it will always be the very first location in the list. That's the only thing I'm missing out on that I know of.
0: Hmm. they probably collect no data from your vehicle either, though, so it should be fine.
1: Well, truth be told, here's one of the things. In the last eight years, uh, law enforcement, FBI, CIA, state officers, and local officers have collected more data from car devices than phone devices when it comes to creating cases against people and mounting evidence against criminals Nothing, kind of because the laws against phones are actually tighter and better about what kind of data they can get versus a car the laws are wide open so anybody an air quote can literally plug up a device to your car suck all the data out and there's nothing you can do about it where if it's a phone you have to at least like fingerprint in or sign in or something
0: so what did are they will it be using 5g or what's the
1: um, the impression I get is uh, the Google Automative Services do want to use built-in mobile technology, but they will always give you the availability to tether off your device, at least for the foreseeable future. Now, with Elon Musk and his Starlink initiatives, uh, don't be shocked if pretty soon you won't have to pay anything and all of a sudden these kind of things will just work. Because it will be baked into the price of your car, you're going to secretly pay like an extra four thousand dollars in the car, and it's going to actually give you a low level of wireless communication, a uh, low speed communication to do things like search for directions, what's the net, what's the definition of oxen-free, you know, kind of stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So, I mean, the long and the short of it is, even though it's been really quiet on the Android front, uh, even though for some godforsaken reason, Apple's been getting news about inventing a widget that can resize itself like Android apps have been able to do since 2014, even though Apple is catching news because it can connect to satellites that are three times further away than Starlink satellites. And all you can do is text. You can't do anything else because it's too damn slow. Um, and T-Mobile in America, at least has connecting with Starlink satellites, which literally can provide data connections and they expect to provide voice connections When you're in the middle of nowhere in, like, the next two years. But yet, people talk about Apple like it's a fetish. Kind of like how people won't say, stop saying how Steve Jobs was whatever. And yet, Steve Wozniak seems to still get no credit. Even though it was painfully obvious, he was the brains. Steve Jobs was the the slutty salesman. With greasy hair, who smelled funny, who had really quick hands. And you wouldn't want him sitting next to, like, a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. Kind of like that.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So Josh, (laughs) how are those? How are those hockey teams going? Eh?
0: (laughs) Don't know, Dor. Don't ever watch the hockey.
1: eh? Well, then here's a dumb personal question: Uh, Is there any conferences or events happening uh, in your neighborhood that you uh, are looking forward to?
0: Uh, No, not really, man. There's not a lot going on in this neck of the woods.
1: (laughs) Well, same here, and, and and I keep asking people, expecting, you know, the COVID-anxious uh, people to start going crazy and going everywhere, and I'm not hearing people doing it yet.
0: Yeah, I haven't really looked into conferences in, in Vancouver. There's probably some, I don't know, there might be some in Victoria as well, which would be only uh, about a two-hour drive, but I'd never leave the house, so that's pretty far for me to go.
1: Well, at least it gives you a reason to, because you got to remember, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I keep telling my wife that. She doesn't believe me. Tells you to leave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you want to give a quick uh, rundown, Josh?
0: Uh, on this episode of Android App Addicts, we went over the Honor Pad X8 by Honor, 10 million by 88 Games, Stealth by, I'm going with Stealth, Rigid Force Redux by Head Up, App Query by Scatica. Oxen Free by Netflix Inc. And we talked about a bunch of other nonsense including Google Google automotive services. So I think the I think the show really got better after Ivor took off.
1: <laughs> okay. Um well on the dumb question I have for you, Josh, is how is your podcast going? Uh it's going
0: it's going good, Dor. Um I'm struggling right along like I like I figured I would. Uh, but it's been the whole like boost thing and, and getting from the lightning network for Bitcoin has been, has been really great. Um, another podcast called value, the value for value podcast. And he reviews other vo- value for value podcasts. So he reviewed uh, my podcast and then he he does it in seasons. And this was the end of season two. And, and so he put a 23 a way split in for the, the booster and it was, Probably the largest split anyone's tried, and it all came through. So if someone was to donate to that podcast, that particular episode, then all 22 shows that he had reviewed for that season would get a split of that. That's pretty. It's a pretty fun way to do it. Hopefully we can set that up for, for this show as well. Peek behind the curtain door is actually gone. I'm talking to myself right now. But the name of of my podcast is Podcasting for Value. It's the number four. Should be able to find it anywhere. Not very good, so I could use some uh, constructive criticism.
1: I heard that? That's all right.
0: Seamless transition. No one even knew you were gone.
1: Exactly. Um. So my question is, is um. Now here's one like podcasting fact I'll tell you off the record. Uh, every episode, ten percent of your listeners drop off. So, if you see any growth, what you're actually seeing is greater than 10% growth. Um, the real expectation in a podcast is at least every episode you grow between 3 to 5%. And if you can get that with any level of consistency, you know you're doing something. And it sounds like you're at least seeing some consistency in growth.
0: Uh, nah, yeah, it's been, but it's also, well, it's, it's difficult because I'm not really sure about the numbers. Um, because my, it's not being hosted on a podcast hosting company or anything like that. And it's being basically hosted on IPFS, which is the interplanetary file system, centralized nodes, which are hosting it. So, uh, I don't know how accurate, I think that the guy that's developing IPFS podcasting has kind of gone through uh, a little bit of issues with uh, the counting of downloads.
1: Right. Well, here's what I would really suggest for you is you uh, try to set timer reminders. Three weeks to the day after the release of an episode, get the number. Don't look at it before three weeks. Don't look at it after three weeks. And then only keep looking at that one time frame. Uh, because you're always going to have people that download early, and you're always going to have people that download late. You know what I mean? Uh, so you always want to just look at trends. Because the logic is, over time, his numbers are only going to get a little bit more accurate. They might go up and down, but over time, the trend will still remain.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm trying not to worry too much about numbers at this point. I mean, I know that I'm still learning and trying to get better, and preparation would be probably a big...
1: Well, I mean, as long as you're not streaming live, lack of preparation can be adjusted for in post-production. I'll say that. Um, And bottom line, you have a good sound. It doesn't sound like crap. There's not hissing. There's not popping. There's not cats meowing. There's not, you know, fire trucks going outside. So you have that going for you.
0: Yeah, I'm trying really hard. A for effort, I guess. That's good, man. Uh, I just okay, well, I put a link in the... Uh, I don't know if you've seen this yet. but It's called the Open Podcast Prefix Project, or OP3. And it's basically a, a middleman. It's a, a prefix analytics service.
1: Oh, yeah. it's, this was like a uh, pod track. Yeah, this is
0: open source. I think it's using Cloudflare Edge functions. But it's, uh, so that's where me and the, the guy that Cameron from IPFS Podcasting are going to be, he's going to throw that onto the the podcast URL after it's uploaded. Um,
1: do you know if you can stack prefixes in the URL? Okay, just wondering. Okay, well. If you guys want to hear more interesting talk about creating podcasting, maintaining podcasting, and what all the XML tags mean, you have to then go follow Josh and listen to his podcast. Um, and I'll say again, we don't have any emails this week, and that's okay, because that means I have to read. And just like I told my doctor last week, anything past a sentence, when I read, it makes me angry. So thank you guys for not making me angry. Uh, but if you want to make me angry, at Uh or you can send us a voicemail at 7076podnut. Very simple, very easy. If you think we're obviously missing something in the Android verse that obviously should be talked about, you have to let us know. Because, obviously, to us it's not obvious. Or, if you want to just partake in this show and you want to let us know what, what is good, what is cool, uh, you can always hang out with us live again. We try to do it Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but in real Vancouver time, I want to say it's 6 p.m.
0: Yeah, that's right. 6
1: p.m. Vancouver it's time, actually real world it's
0: time. It's not... A time zone thing it's a conversion rate
1: that just confused the crap u s time to
0: Canadian time
1: oh hey hey, hey, I follow you hey you're the That's math good. guy um it, I'm a number file. There's a difference. um, so I want to thank everyone for coming out. Thank you for everyone for hanging out. Thank you for everyone for downloading. thank you for everyone for subscribing. Thank you for everyone for feedbacking. thank you for everyone for coming out to the community things and we just might again talk to you next week. Well, can I make a request real quick? Oh,
0: of course. Um, I I think that we should probably take applications for people to replace Ivor on this show as well. Uh. Send your resume to aaaapodnets.com or leave a voicemail at
1: 192653podnets. Hi, this is Matt from the MRP Tech Podcast. I would like to invite you all to take a listen to my show, the MRP Tech Podcast on the PodNuts Network. The theme for my show is Everyday Tech for Everyday People. We talk about Windows, Mac, Linux, iOS, Android, Chrome OS, and anything else technology related. You can find us on iTunes and you can find us by searching in any podcatcher. We hope you take a listen and let us know what you think. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.